Hello, beloved. Welcome to Own Your Intuition. I'm Kelly Rich. I'm your host. I'm an intuitive, psychic medium, spiritual mentor based out of Portland, Maine, connecting with and helping people all over the world to raise their vibration, get clarity, feel more grounded, and connected to their purpose. I'm so honored that you are here and that you're tuning in and This week's episode, I've toyed with for quite a while, playing around with what needed to be shared. And I kept hearing the message of space, space, needing space. And instead of forcing my own agenda and forcing my podcast plan onto this week, I am actively participating in the practice of owning my intuition by pushing that plan to the side and showing up around the theme of space. And when I tune into the theme of space, what I feel is just holding space for you and all that you're feeling. As I'm recording this, we're nearing the end of 2020 and although I feel that there is a significance to listening to this episode when it comes out, I also feel that there is a significance to this theme anytime you are called to this episode. I feel like you are meant to be here no matter if it's months, years, later after this episode goes live and I really want to create this episode as a little bit of a dialogue, a little bit of an inquiry and in almost a workshop format, a mini, mini, mini workshop format and my question to you is how much space do you give yourself? How much space do you give yourself in your calendar? Like really, maybe you pause this episode and you take a look at your calendar. Maybe you have multiple calendars. Look at them all. Where is there space for nothingness? Where is there space for spontaneity? Where is there space? You need space. We all do. And I know for someone like myself who is very Pitta, an Ayurvedic term, Pitta, I tend to overbook myself. Even when it comes to days off, you know, I'll jam-pack days off, or at least I used to more than I do now. You know, go get a facial, okay, paint my nails, take a bath, make chili, do this, do that. And every minute was almost mapped out from the moment I woke up to the moment I went to bed. And we know from studying Ayurveda that not creating space, even when it comes to schedule and work, things can crop up like irritability, anger, inflammation, acne, ulcers, you know? Ayurveda tells us this, and if you experience any of those feelings, 
even if it's just simply irritability, inflammation. Maybe if it resonates, you pay close attention to your schedule, space in your schedule. And you might ask why, why, why is she saying this? This makes no sense. Why would I create space in my schedule if I'm experiencing inflammation in my body (laughs) or if I'm experiencing anger in my mind? And when you look at the basics of Ayurveda, the building blocks of Ayurveda are the five elements, right? Earth, water, fire, air, and ether, ether also known as space. And Pitta dosha is made up of primarily fire and water elements. And when someone has a lot of these elements in their natural constitution, they may be the type of person, which may be you, maybe the type of person to jam pack a schedule. It likes to get shit done, to go, 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 right? And when you think of building a fire, think of building a fire outside and you stack your wood and you get your kindling and you got your fire source, maybe you have some matches. The fire needs space. The fire needs space to burn to blaze, to stay lit. It needs space. So think of that fire within you. Think of the fire element within you. And if there is no space, because everything is connected, right? we can access the mind through not just mental activities or supporting specifically the mind with herbs we know are good for mental acuity, as an example. Ayurveda also tells us that we can access the mind or healing of the mind through food because everything is connected. How you support yourself physically can ripple into the mind and into the emotional bodies and vice versa. How you support yourself emotionally is going to ripple into mental and physical parts of you. So space, funny enough, was my word for 2020. And man, it felt like a cosmic joke when March hit. It really felt like a cosmic joke. Like, okay, I didn't really ask for this much space, you know? And then I realized that maybe what I wanted was very different from what I needed what I thought it, thought I needed was space in a very specific way that maybe my ego created. And perhaps, and clearly, what I needed was space in a very literal way. You know, where I physically do my work has completely changed. The space that I'm in has changed. The space I have between individuals has changed. The space that I'm in for the holidays looks very different than usual. I'm usually traveling with my fiance, especially around Thanksgiving and New Year's. We're not doing that this year. 
you know, space looks very different from what I thought. So maybe that's another question for you to take for yourself. What is something that you might be going against the grain with? Just like how I was doing with space. No, 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 no. Spirit, I asked for space in this way. Not that way. You have it wrong. That's the ego. Sometimes what we think we need isn't actually what we need at all. And only time will tell. Only time will tell. Where is it that you need space in your life? And how much freedom could that bring you? And then leave space for miracles. Leave space for spontaneity. Leave space for the magic to come in. When we over stuff ourselves we don't leave any space it's just like you think of your digestive system you know that feeling when you eat too much food Ugh, that feel it's like there's nothing else that can fit we do that with our minds too how much content how much consumption is too much one of my teachers says create more than you consume i love that Create more than you consume. And if you are a creator, and if you want to tap into your creativity, you need space. You can't constantly be bombarding your senses through other people's stuff, other people's creations and advice and opinions and pictures of their dogs and their kids and what they ate and what you ate. Like, it's too much gets to a point where it's too much. And then when you try to create, when you try to try to channel that creativity, you might get to this place of comparison because you're you've been consuming so much of other people's creations. So if you are in that place of comparison, I highly recommend taking space by what you take in through your senses. Ayurveda is a brilliant science and Ayurveda is definitely a point, you know, when I went to Ayurveda school, Kripalu, it was a point on my path where I really started to trust my intuition in a different way. I deepened my connection to my gifts, truly, definitely, wholeheartedly. There's no doubt in my mind that Ayurveda really cracked something open in me. And Ayurveda is, it doesn't change. That's what I love about Ayurveda. Modern medicine is always changing. Western medicine, always changing. There's always new science, new things to learn. Oops, nope, remember that thing we told you about too much fat? Well, now you got to eat this kind of fat. Don't eat low fat, it's bad. Now you eat the high fat. Oh, just kidding, go back to low fat. You know what I'm saying? It's always changing. Okay, eat carbs. No, don't eat carbs. Eat carbs. No, no, no. We said don't eat them. Oh, we said eat them. Ayurveda doesn't do that. Ayurveda is the oldest practicing medicine in the world. And that says something. There's integrity there. There's clearly something working if it's the oldest practicing medicine in the world. Ayurveda originates in India. You might have heard me talk about this before if you've come to a workshop for my, with, of mine or you've heard another podcast episode with Ayurveda with Kate O'Donnell or Diana Masla. If you are interested in Ayurveda, I recommend going to those episodes after this one, checking those ones out. And 
Some texts say Ayurveda is 5,000 years old. Some say two, some say three, some say 10,000. And how I look at it is like, hey, come on. Whatever it is, however many thousands of years old it is, it's pretty old. (laughs) I think we can all agree on that. And the science does not change. It stays the same. It's consistent. You know, tomorrow we're not going to hear, oh, vata, dosha, changed. No, (laughs) it's been the same. And that consistency can be medicine for people who need routine, who need consistency, right? Part of their constitution. And Ayurveda also tells us that we don't just don't just digest our food, right? We digest through our, all of our senses. And if we're constantly taking in through our senses, if we're constantly engaging in taste and smell and sight and touch and what we're listening to, we bombard the senses. How I see it visually is like all our shrotas, our meridians, our, our energetic channels in our body become clogged. Too much, not enough space. We need space to digest. That's why silence is such a powerful, potent practice. Because it helps us to digest our experiences. You dig- you're digesting right now listening to my voice. You're digesting it. If you're multitasking, perhaps your digestion of what you're hearing is a little bit different than if you were to wholeheartedly focus your senses on my voice entirely. Hey, sometimes that's not reality. I do it too. I love multitasking with podcasts. I love it. I do it all the time. However, I'm mindful that I'm not constantly multitasking with everything I do. I have a theory that the slower we move, the more we feel. The more we feel, the more we can digest. And I also, this is my personal belief, from my own experience working with thousands of people and my experience of studying science and medicine and Ayurveda, energy medicine, that we store unprocessed emotions and experiences in our bodies and our tissues. And when we take space, when we take space, we allow ourselves to open up this energetic door within us to digest that old stuff. We don't need to carry it anymore. And how interesting I'm, I'm getting to the end of 2020 and reflecting on my word of space with you all. And maybe you're thinking about your relationship to space too, as I share, which I hope you are. And I can't help but realize in this moment that I've digested so much of my past this year. And partially that was because of the space I allowed myself to take. And sometimes that space I allowed myself to take was with other healers with other people to hold space, whether maybe it was my partner or my mom 
or one of my beloved healthcare practitioners. We can allow ourselves to be held so that we can receive. Sometimes that's what it looks like to give ourselves space, space to be held, then space in silence, space where we're not multitasking. We start to become fully present, you see. Taking space is saying, I am available to be present. I am available to be here now. And when you're here now, when you're really present, you're likely moving slower than you would be if you were multitasking or in a rush, taking in so much content, scroll, 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 keep going, keep scrolling, how fast can I scroll, how much content can I take in, (laughs) right? The slower you move, the more you feel, the more you feel, the more you digest, the more you are in the present, the more you're actually living your life. That's my theory. You don't have to agree. I welcome, I welcome it all, whether you agree or not. I invite you to get curious about space. I also invite you to think about a word that wants to come in to embody your aura, your energy field. Maybe it's for the year ahead or the month ahead or the next new moon cycle. Maybe your birthday's coming up, whatever. There's cycles everywhere. There's a medicine wheel everywhere. (laughs) We make meaning to everything. There's spirit in everything. There's meaning in everything. So whatever, wherever you are, in your life and period of time, like maybe you think about a word that you want to embody and learn from. Maybe it's space. Practicing taking space. Think of, think of an argument. This is one of the last things I'll share today. Think of when you're in an argument or someone's in an argument and they say, I need to take some space. I need to go get some air. Literally going to take space. There's medicine in it, clearing the air, clearing the space, right? Yeah, maybe that allows a different perspective to come in. And how much space do you let yourself take up? And how much space do you let yourself take up when you're taking space? (laughs) Yeah. Whoa. (laughs) Give yourself time to digest. Give yourself space with all of this. And, you know, I used to offer Ayurvedic 101 consultations, and many of you know that I don't actively do that. However, in intuitive readings, Ayurveda often comes up, naturally channels in. So when you come to me for an intuitive reading, it's a blend of, of everything. It's really a bespoke session. Nothing is the same from someone else. You know, you're not going to have the same exact reading. Sure, some similar things might come up for different people. That just shows us how connected we are. 
and how some of us are moving through certain things or that we've had similar experiences. Every session is is different. And, you know, if you're looking for support, I'm here. I'm here. You can schedule your session at my website, kellyrichintuitive.com. You can stay connected with me through my newsletter. I'm going to be shifting more towards my newsletter and the podcast coming up into 2021. I'll still be active on Instagram, but currently what I'm feeling is sharing more through the newsletter and connecting through email with special discount codes and coupons here and there, just as a thank you for being a part of this community. I share recipes sometimes, energy updates. I share some channeled information. You get first dibs on retreats and things like that. So I highly recommend you sign up for my newsletter. You can do that at kellyrichintuitive.com. I'll also leave the link in the show notes of this episode. So you just go back to the episode, you read the description and it will have a link there. There'll also be a link there to schedule a session with me if you're interested. I have some really beautiful online group offerings coming up, new moon ceremonies, online retreat. There's some courses coming up. I have a lot of beautiful things ahead and I would be so honored if you would join us in this sacred community. If you're looking for connection, like if COVID kind of has you in a place of wanting to connect with other soul seekers and spiritual seekers, sign up for the newsletter. Join us in an online ceremony. It's powerful when we gather together in this way with people scattered all over the globe and all of my online ceremonies are recorded so if you can't make it to the live whether it's your time zone or you're working or whatnot they're recorded so you can watch them at your own leisure within the time frame that they're up on my account for you thank you so much for sharing the podcast with your loved ones thank you for all the beautiful reviews you're all writing it supports the show. You know, I want to keep this show free and I haven't really seeked out or sought out any ads for the show other than just sharing my own work. And I am working on keeping it that way for a little while longer. And how, you know, people ask me all the time, how can I support the show? How can I, like, can I give you donations? It's great if you want to give a no- donation. Awesome. However, how you can really support the show is by coming and supporting my work where there are fees, like the new moon ceremony or a mentorship or reading. And if you can, like if money is a thing, don't worry about it. You can support the show by simply talking about it to people that you feel like would benefit or sharing the show and tagging me on Instagram. Those are beautiful ways to support. I welcome it all, and I thank you for being a part of the Own Your Intuition community. February 6th, 2021 is the Own Your Intuition online retreat, and the early bird registration will be opening soon. I'm only going to be doing a limited amount of early bird tickets, and that will likely go to the newsletter people first. So if you want to come, if you're interested, sign up for the newsletter. I'll see you there. (laughs) Take care, beloved, and I'll catch you next week for a new episode on Own Your Intuition.